Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. The following show has been rated for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. The opinions of the host are exactly those. The opinions of the host. So don't get all bent out of shape, jackass. And if you don't like it, keep your mouth shut because we don't give a shit. Shit. How come sometimes you drink like a bottle of soda pop, right? Depending on what you call it, soda or pop. I just say soda pop. That way nobody can argue with it. I always say pop. Right. And some people say soda. Some people look at you all weird. And... I always say pop. And people, people look at me and say, it's soda. Right. Nonetheless. What do you say? Pop, usually. Or I just say soda pop. I don't say Because I like the sound. say soda pop. I like to sound hipster. I've never heard you sound hipster. Yeah. Yeah. Curtis Soda Pop. Uh, How come sometimes when you have a bottle of soda pop and you open the cap, you take the cap off and you go to drink it, there's like, it's around the edge of the bottle. It's like around the top of the bottle. And like you go to drink it and it gets like on your lip and you drip and you're like, what the hell, where did that come from? You ever had that happen? Yeah, well, it's just, I think it's the way that you seal it. Vacuum that is created and any liquid that, you know, is left. I think it just vacuums it right up. Okay, good day. I'm Bob McKenzie. It's my brother Doug. How's it going, eh? Okay. Uh, see, that's how we'll start the show every week now. Is I will pose a question. No, I won't do that. We're not going to do that. Okay. Um, yeah, hey, everybody. Hey, hi. How's it going? It's, uh, it's 11 o'clock. It's Tuesday night. It's time once again for Tumbling with Tumbleweed and I, of course. The man with no plan. The salt and the no swing. And Tumbleweed. Clint's over there. Hello. We already heard from him, though. So does it really matter? Yes, it matters. It helps. Uh, if you want to call in, you can call in to area code 914-338-1032. If you want to write in, you can write in to tumblingwithtumbleweed at hotmail.com. And, of course, you can follow me on Twitter at tumblingweed. Where, uh, 
that's it. Nothing going on there. I don't do anything over there, really. I think I would, but I just don't. Great. Okay. Thanks for tuning in. See you later. No, I'm just kidding. Um, what? What? I don't think she called the album Vin Vuego. Alan. Alan Metcalf. Painter. Uh, I remember you. Oliver, isn't it? Yeah, you don't want to film that documentary. Uh, what's going on? Hey, Alan, what's going on? Shut up, shut up, call me Vin. Uh, yeah. Why would we go off on a tangent like that? Because we can. Yeah, there we go. So there's, there's, there's the, we're okay. So let's get on the, on the road. Let's get moving here. Uh, what has happened since last week? Uh, not really much of nothing. I don't have an update on that guitar. I haven't heard from my brother yet. Uh, although it was kind of a weird situation. Like, I took it with me to the to my daughter's basketball game. Uh, and I said I would give it to him because I, cause he, he does that electrical work on guitars. He's done He's done some wiring or whatever. You know what I mean? He knows kind of what he's looking at more than I do. And uh and it's not like it's hard, it's probably just really basic anyways. But uh I was just like, you know, take it and see if what pickups are on there work or if we should just change get them, go buy some new ones and change them out and if we can, if you can do it then that'd be great. And so we went back and forth about how we'd meet up and I'd give it to him and all this stuff. And then uh and then he says, yeah, you know, I met up with him. We came to the basketball game, and he's like, yeah, you know, uh, you got an amp at home. If you just plug it in and, like, touch it with a screwdriver, if you hear a buzz, that means the pickups are live and it's picking up a noise. And I was like, oh. So I'm thinking to myself, well, I don't really need to give it to you then if I can take it home and test it. And then, uh, you know, uh, if they work, then I can just put the thing back together again as it is. If it doesn't, then I can give it to him. But he took it anyways. <laughs> and uh, it's been a couple weeks. And uh, I should have just kept it. You know? Probably should have. That's me, though. Whatever. It is. It happens. So, uh, let's see. Anything new this past week with me? No. Not that I could think of. Right? I haven't, I haven't seen holidays, so I don't know what he's done. So I guess we'll just get right into it, huh? Shall we? Here's an here's an old story that I can't believe we never touched on from a couple weeks ago. Uh, I meant to do it a couple weeks ago when it was a story, but now it's not, and it just shows you how disconnected I am from the Cleveland Browns right now. Like, because I didn't even think about it. You know what I mean? I'm not even. I don't even. <clears throat> I didn't even care. I heard talks the other day on the radio. They're like, oh, maybe Tom Brady will stay in New England if they trade for, like, Odell Beckham. And it's like, oh, I guess Odell Beckham's leaving. That was quick. You know, and it's like, well, maybe he's not. I don't think he is, you know. Uh, A couple weeks ago, offensive lineman Greg Greg Williams, not Greg Williams, that was the coach, uh, 
Roberts. What's his name? Remember the guy who got ejected for kicking a dude in the head in one game? Yeah. Can't remember. Robinson? Does it really matter? Kicking the head, the, kicking a guy in the head, dude. Yeah, yeah, Curry Robinson, I think is his name. Now I, now I'm. Uh, oh, Johnny. What? What are you, freaking sixty years old, seventy years old? That's dude, what people seventy years old do. Uh, his name was. That fucking makes a I, difference to the story. Well, it does. No, it, okay. I think. No. Whatever you say. Okay. Um. Greg Robinson. Greg Robinson. Oh, well, man, now... Not Robertson. clear to me. You know that guy, Greg Robinson. It's, you remember him? I would have totally thought it was Greg You were guy. thinking of Greg... You were thinking of Craig Robertson. I was so stupid. I was talking about Greg Robinson. See what I'm saying? Stupid. Are you saying Pam? Or is it Pam? Pam. Pam? Pam. Pam? Yeah. With a D. Do you want some of this cheesecake? It has peanuts in it. That's with a T. No, I don't think I'll have any of that. All right, anyways. So, February 20th, my birthday. That's how long ago this was. Remember that? Did you hear the story from a couple weeks ago? Oh, I thought you meant, yeah, I remember your birthday. No, I nobody remember. I don't remember my birthday. Yeah, I said happy birthday to you the day after. Oh, that was nice of you. Remember? Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, on February, uh, Cleveland Browns offensive lineman Greg Robinson was arrested by the Drug Enforcement Administration in El Paso, Texas. He had like, some reason. After he was found with 157 pounds of marijuana yeah, in his vehicle. You know what? Look, look, back in the day, Flozell Adams did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Dallas, that huge fucker. Mm-hmm. It was either him or Greg Allen, one of the two of them got caught with, like, um, something ridiculous, like 200 pounds of freaking marijuana in their car. And, well, I couldn't even know about it. So, that's why this is, nobody's talking. Well, he can get up to 20 years in prison. The thing is, why are you driving? <laughs> you know what? You're right. It makes, if there's no... There's no explanation he could give. Why it wouldn't be stupid? Number one, why are you doing it? Because you're a professional football player, and whether or not, whatever, whether or not you're making a million dollars or not, you're still making good money, right? The whole thing playing football. Second of all, why are you driving through El Paso? <laughs> they said he was going like to Florida, so it's like, why not just go across the top of Texas? Why do you got to well, go down low? No, I, they said. No, he started outside of Texas. I believe. Maybe it says it here. Uh, 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 uh. They approached the Sierra Blanca checkpoint station, where a U.S. Border Patrol canine unit alerted authorities to their vehicle. Agents then asked to park the vehicle in the inspection area for further investigation. Subsequent inspection by agents, according to the complaint, revealed 157 pounds of marijuana inside several large duffel bags in the back of the vehicle. Robinson allegedly rented the vehicle in Los Angeles and arranged for a third person to drive the three of them to Louisiana. They were going to Louisiana. My bad. 
not Florida. It doesn't matter. Close enough. It's, a, it's on the same fucking golf line. The complaint said the DOJ said the third person was an Uber driver Robinson met in 2018. Yeah. When, when, the, when the trio reached El Paso and was getting inspected, authorities said Robinson asked the Uber driver to take the fall for the marijuana and that he'd pay him later. The driver refused, told Robinson he wouldn't have agreed to drive them had he known they were transporting drugs. So anyways, go ahead with that. Um, the, the man is an idiot. Robinson was selected with the second pick in the first round of the 2014 draft by the St. Louis Rams. I mean, it must be tough on that second pick money, you know? Oh, it's just got to be horrible. Right? And then you just, you just, you know, yeah, we'll just, just go ahead and let's go get 157 pounds of marijuana. You know what I mean? Like, like if they said, hey, man, we they pulled over somebody, Joe Schmo from the Cleveland Browns, and he had a fucking ounce of weed. Okay, well, he's just got an ounce of weed. He probably is going home with it and, you know. Right? Dude's driving with 157 pounds. I don't think that's personal. Who the fuck do you think he is? Snoop Dogg? Right? Am I right? I think I'm right. It doesn't make sense. It's dumb. And now you'll have no career. Right? He'll, he'll get signed by some team. The Browns aren't signing him back. So he's done with the Browns. And that's pretty sad when the Browns are like, yeah, we're going to let you go because you make us look bad. It's like, eh, is it him? Was it really him? Right? You see that, like, Christian Kirksey go today. Did Yep. Said bye-bye. Bye-bye, Mr. Linebacker. We no longer need you. Allegedly. Right? Hmm. There was soda pop on the bottle bottle top. It got me on the lift again. Why does it do that? It gets like it's like it gets caught. It gets caught in the cap. I don't know why the soda does that. Soda pop. Pop. My pop. <laughs> I'm drinking my pop. So yeah, so there you go. So the Browns are looking great. I really don't know. Like the draft is coming up in April, isn't it? Is it April? The end of April? Middle of April, something like that. Yeah. Don't care. Right? Everybody's talking about, oh, we're going to get offensive linemen, offensive linemen, offensive linemen. And then there's this guy, and then there's this guy, and well, Conklin, and, and Peters. And, there's good offensive linemen out there for them. Right. So that's all they're talking about. But whatever. Go get them then. Right? They're going to try and draft them too. They'll be just fine. They'll be just fine, says Clint. Even though he doesn't like Baker Mayfield. At all. At all. Right? Not his favorite dude. In there. In there. Not like they were No. Talk about a team making a turnaround. How about these Cleveland Cavaliers? Have you paid attention to this? They had John. They signed John Beeline in the off season to be their coach, and then he stepped down slash 
I don't know, got demoted. I don't know what it was. Halfway through the season, and then this guy this guy took over B.J. Bickerstaff. I think his name is. Right? J.B. Bickerstaff. Bickerstaff. or Yeah, J.B. And then they actually, like, went, like, 500 <laughs> for, like, a week. You know, they were, like, won four or five games. Yeah. And they were, and then they just beat San Antonio in overtime. Oh, wait, I have the, uh, I have the schedule here. They, uh, yeah, whatever, they were, they lost, like, one, two, three, four, five, six games. And whenever that guy took over, they won the next four of the five. And then lost the next four, but then they won two against, they won against Denver Nuggets, San Antonio Spurs. And those are two good teams. You know, they trade for Andre Drummond. And now all of a yeah. sudden, yeah. this, this J.B. Bickerstaff takes over and everybody wants to play now. Sexton's coming along. This Colin Sexton's coming along. He's a real nice player. Uh, well, also, he, by signing Drummond, they, uh, they created a lot more space and a lot less responsibility for Delhi. And so when he has a little more free range to go ahead and be him, you know, which is kind of a crazy man, um, things go things go better. And now he has a little more, you know, room. Well, like I said, the emergence of Colin Sexton seems to be upon us in some way, shape, or form. Because in a five-game span, he was the team lead in scoring with 28, 31, 32, and 41. Mm. So, I mean, if he can start to develop something like that, right. I mean, pretty much you can just see it growing throughout the season. He's like in the mid-20s, upper teens, you know what I mean? 21, 22, then he got 30, and then 25, 25, you know, it's he was, yeah, coming along nice. So now they just signed this uh, new coach to an extension. They signed him to be the new head coach now. So he's officially uh, the new guy. Uh, we, we lost the Bulls tonight, but it was a game. It went back and forth. There was like more than 20 lead changes, one of those games. So it was like back and forth all the way up. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, uh, it came down to the end. So I can't. I, it doesn't have the score here, but uh, it's not. But yeah, so it looks like the 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 the, the Cavaliers they lost. What is it? One hundred five or one hundred eight to one hundred three? Sorry, and they're now nineteen and forty six. So whatever, whatever, man, we're getting better. Still got some games ahead of them to play. Get better. And now they got a coach for. I guess they they had this guy hired as an assistant, and they had fucking Beeline as the head coach. And then Beeline steps down, and this guy steps up, and it's like all of a sudden they can play now. Because even their losses, I mean, they haven't been close, but one thirteen to one oh four. That's competitive. It's you're there. You're almost. You know what I mean? That's an end of the game kind of thing. 112 to 106. Okay, 124 to 105. That's that's just getting beat, but you know what I mean. 108. 108. What the 124 yeah. to 10 Miami. 
but then we turned around and beat them in overtime the next night, 125 to 119. Uh-huh. Well, then, <coughs> what do you think of that apple? And then we beat Philadelphia. It's like we beat good teams. We beat Denver, we beat San Antonio, beat Miami, Philadelphia. Yeah, Washington, Atlanta, whatever. Uh, that's the second time we've beaten Denver. Minnesota we beat. No, they're not good. Who am I thinking of? Milwaukee. Um, that's Charlotte. It would be the second time we beat San Antonio. Portland. And the Bulls and the Pacers, whatever. You get the idea. The Cavs look like they're doing better now. Unfortunately, we don't care about basketball, so. Do we? All right. So it turns out that's enough of sports talk as far as I'm concerned. Are you, yeah? You got anything? You don't have anything to say about the KSB? Indian? That's coming up soon. Spring training is out upon us. The regular season starts at the end of March. Which is weird. It seems like they moved it up. What do you think about, let me ask you this before we move on. How about that? Holiday. What do you think about the new collective bargaining agreement that the NFL is dealing with? The uh, owners wanting to add a 17th yeah, I game. Mean, I mean, it's, um, you know, it's a, it's a revenue stream for the players uh, because I, I just think that it's more it's more lucrative for the players who are making the money. So the majority of the NFL players aren't really going to benefit from that 17th game um, as far as the juice is going to get. The juice is not going to be worth the squeeze when you're making right X amount of dollars as amount compared to Y amount of dollars. Right. Um, so uh, that that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Um, but the players seem to be happy about them giving up preseason games for it. Right. So I believe it's what they're going to drop it down to two preseason games mm-hmm. and then add one game on the regular season. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, that's not Because really preseason is pretty useless. Yeah. I mean, you can you could use those two games and put your starters out there and get them warmed up. With two games, don't you think? Yeah, but the thing is, they don't they don't use the preseason game. No, I mean you don't see the starters in, in game two and three. Yeah, it's pretty you much see the game one and four. They usually use it just for just to see who can yeah, play. So, so it, doesn't, it doesn't it really doesn't make any sense. Does I mean, that defeat the purpose of the preseason then? No, because you know those two games. I mean, they say you don't have enough time to look at players anyway, so now it's going to be even less. But I say, good. You think guys get signed from practice squads more often? You know? All it's going to do is make the practice squad much richer, deeper. Now, what about the fact that maybe that 17th game is going to be a new, well, it has to be a neutral site game, right? Because who gets the advantage of more home games than away games? They're saying that the 17th game may be always in London, Mexico, somewhere different. Does that bother you? I don't know. There's 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 16 games that you're gonna have to do that for. 
That doesn't seem very realistic. Well, no. Well, yeah. There's 16 games. There's going to be 16 London, Tokyo, but... Uh, right. Well, you can't, do them, you can't do one every week. You'd have to have absolutely. multiple yeah. games going on. 16, so that means there's 17 weeks of the season, so you'd have a week off. Well, right. You'd have, you'd, have, you'd have more than enough time to take care of it. But you would be able to schedule if you if you scheduled it during the bye week section of the schedule and you had like two teams like you had a team playing in London and a team playing in Mexico in the same weekend. Right? So now that cuts your weeks in half, right? Because you got two games in two separate locations. Yep. So you only need to go eight weeks. Right? There's a number of ways they could do it. And then just give those teams the bye week the next week so they can get over the jet lag. Right? Wouldn't that be a good I mean, idea? Yeah. That's smart. I didn't come up with that, though. That's why it's smart. I find your lack of faith disturbing. <sighs> All right, well, there you go, then. I guess you like the idea of a 17th game? No. It prevents ties in the schedule, in, like, the, the playoff. You know what I mean? Yeah. In the record. Wouldn't it? Right. It would prevent ties, but but um, strength with head-to-head. And what about adding teams to the playoff format? They also said yeah, that. again, I don't, I, don't, I don't like that. But Add one team, and then you have one bye. The number one team gets the bye. One team, obviously, on each side, AFC, NFC. But whoever is the best team in the AFC gets the bye, and there's no one and two. Yeah, because you add one team so that you have seven teams make the playoffs. But only one of them gets the bye? Right. Second bye is always very important. Yeah, well, maybe they're thinking about taking it away, which then makes the number one bye even more important, don't you think? I sound very official today. See how I'm, I'm asking questions? And it, <laughs> very important. Impotent. Impotently important. important. It would make it impotently important. Right? Yeah. What's in... Uh, never mind. All right, moving on. I'm going to move on. You moving on? You good? Sports? Okay. Huh? Good? Huh? Right? Yeah? Okay. Let's move on. That wasn't funny, man. It wasn't meant to be funny. Right? Jeez. I don't know. Well, you, 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 you never watched The Amazing Race. Only like if I put it on in my apartment when you were over, right? Yeah. You I never. Do. You never. I. That was at Shannon tonight. I was DoorDashing tonight. And I stopped by Shannon's before I came out here. And. Uh, oh, hold on. Oh. And then uh, she texted me about the Bachelor. And I was just about to talk about it. Did your wife watch the Bachelor? I have not been interested in that. Ever. I sat down to eat. It was on. And I said, 
asked her question. I was just getting up, and then he asked her a question, so I stopped right here. I'm holding my plate, and I'm watching, and I was like, right? He's, and, and he's staring. I, and then I went and put my shit in the dishwasher and came back and sat down, right. which is not what I was going to do. Right. And then I listened to her freaking him. Do she it again. Does, she does not like the other girl. And then, no. Yeah, she doesn't like her at all. Really? Right. I, I didn't get that. Well, either way, I wasn't watching it. Okay, yeah, I was watching it. I've been I've been catching bits and pieces. Whatever, it doesn't matter. The point of the story is, uh, she had it. Tonight was the final, final one. Yeah. And she, it, was, it was a different one. And she had it recorded, and she wanted to watch it, but she always watches it with her daughter, who's with her boyfriend. And they went to the store and stuff, and then they came back, and they're making food, and they're going upstairs to play video games and stuff. And she's like, oh, Shannon's like... Call, is that what they call it now? Yeah, right. And Shannon's sitting there like, hey... I want to watch this. I really want to know what's going on. I want to find out. She's really into it, you know. She's like, I want to watch this. And so I tell her, I go, listen, as long as you're, uh, let me, I go, let me ask you this. I said, if you started watching it and she came home, are you all right with starting it over and watching it from the beginning? And she says, yeah, I'm cool with that. And I said, okay, then what's the problem? Go ahead and watch it. You're watching it. If she comes in, shut it off. Start from the beginning and she can watch it with you. Who cares? Right? So that's, you're, allowed, you're allowed to watch the show. You can watch it a second time. Watch the whole thing and then you can watch it, you know. Because then her, 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 her daughter showed up. She, she in and tells her what she's going to do and she got all mad. <laughs> right? She's all like, well, no, I wanted to watch it with you. Right? He's like, I, well, wanted, then, I wanted us to watch it together. Well, then play, video, play video games with your boyfriend later. And then that's what Shannon started saying. She was like, well, you're hanging out with Jeremy. You knew it was on. You know I want to watch it, and I wanted to watch, I want to watch it right now. I don't want to wait till tomorrow. I want to watch it now. I'm sitting here. You know, I want to watch it. And then the whole thing. And she's like, well, Donnie's here. And she's like, yeah. Well, he doesn't care if I watch it. <laughs> and she's like, well, yeah, because her boyfriend doesn't want to watch it, obviously. But I don't care. I just sit on my phone and play golf anyways and kind of watch out of the corner of my eye when weird shit happens. That one crazy bitch was crazy. But, uh, and I said, I said, it's, I said, as long as you're all right with re-watching something, because I go, fuck it, she's upstairs, just watch it now. And then tomorrow I'll just be like, yeah, I didn't watch it at all. And then watch it again and be surprised. You know, or something, you know. Oh, my Right? I go, I used to do that all the time. And she goes, what do you mean? What do you mean you used to do that all the time? I go, oh, with Holiday. I said, we had shows that we would always watch together, and he would always be mad if I watched them before he got a chance to watch them because we wanted to watch them together. Fuck you, man. What? It's true, isn't it? Apparently. Like Arrow, Walking Dead. Apparently. Uh, Flash. Fuck up. What else? I'm glad you had to watch them. What else? What else? Chris Oak Island. Anything that you had to watch twice? Curse Oak Island? Did you watch The Walking Dead this past weekend? Yeah. The Whisperer War? Huh? Yeah. I'll get to that in a minute. Um, but I just thought it was funny. I was like, I was like, yeah, I do that. I used to do that all the time. She's like, for who? I was like, for Holiday. She's like, what? I'm like, when I had my apartment, I had shows I recorded. And I would watch some of it, and he would show up, and I would just start it over. Right? You know? Well, that's true, but I knew about most of the time. 
Yeah, you'd show up, and I'd be like, oh, I was watching this, and you'd be like, well, start it over. I haven't seen it. And I'd be like, okay, and I'd start it over. All right? No big deal. I'll watch it again. I don't give a shit. I'm a jerk. Cool jerk. So, yeah. Oh, so anyways, I know you don't. You never watched The Amazing Race unless I had it on at my place. So, uh, this season, The Amazing Race is being filmed, and this whole coronavirus outbreak thing happened. Uh, so, they decided to shut down the filming of the show. Can you believe that? A competition where you're flying around the world in airplanes, going to third world countries and stuff, and they're worried about you getting diseases. Isn't that weird? So I guess they canceled they canceled the last legs of the, the race and they declared a winner. Strange, huh? Quite strange. Nobody cares because I'm the only one who watches Amazing Race, me and Sophie. We watch that all the time. And Gordon Ramsay. John Taffer's back on. Have you seen him yelling at people looking like a monkey? <laughs> Watch you get your bar together. Get your check out, get your lap together. This last, I, I, he's running out of places. He's running out of ideas because this last one was a bar inside of a bowling alley. So it kind of was just like weird, you know? And if you're thinking to yourself, a bar inside of a bowling alley, just think of Buckeye Lane's. That place has not changed at all since I was a kid. You ever been to Buckeye Lane? Mm-hmm. That place has not changed since I was a kid. I went to preschool there. My mom used to bowl in leagues, and they had a little daycare place there, so she would take me there. I'd hang out in there and play with toys and stuff. It was weird. I had glimpses of it. I remember glimpses of it. We're going there this Saturday for Bobby's birthday. Really? Yeah. I want to come up and shoot some pool, hang out with Bobby and everybody. I'll invite you. Yeah. Buckeye Lane's 8 o'clock. I'll be there. Shannon will be there. And all my brothers, or no, not all my brothers. Al's not going to be there. Al Michelle won't be there. Ian will probably be there. And then all of Bobby's buddies. Amy. Stuff like that. Uh, so, yeah, so Amazing Race has been canceled for the season due to the coronavirus. Everything's getting shut down. They want to shut down all They want to do sporting events with no crowds. They want oh, they to. Are. Yeah, that's how they're doing it. Yeah. Right? And it's like places are getting involved. They're shutting down. They, sh- they, 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 uh, they canceled South by Southwest down there in Texas. Uh, that's, a big, that's a big deal every year, right? They pushed Coachella back to August. I think, that music festival. They pushed that back. Uh, They're canceling all kinds of different things. Everybody's freaking out. I don't know how I got on. Did I get on this subject? I don't want to get on this subject, do I? You know what? It's... I think I I I do want to get on. So, let that explain to you. There's different... Different ways a virus like this runs through a plant, right? It, and it's by groupings. So there's there's kind of three different groupings. There's the isolation group, the one end. There's the herd group at the top, right? 
in the herd group, a virus moves very quickly and then pretty much kills itself because it goes, I mean, it goes right through everybody. Everybody's sick almost at the same time. Not at the same time, but you get it, right? Mm -hmm. A quarter of the population, a quarter, and a quarter, a quarter. And now that whole grouping has, the virus has run through it. There's There's no one, the people who have died have died, right? People with particular case with this virus, people who already have pre-determined ailments, and then everybody else who got it and is fine, or who got it and didn't have, they're a carrier, but they're not sick, right? Because they're immune for whatever reason. Mm. So the virus has no one left to infect. So the virus simply dies out. It's gone, and relatively quickly. When you get when you get to your your middle group, can't remember what that group was called. But by the, so you get down to the isolationists, right? The isolation groups. The virus goes on for so long, for, for it goes on for years sometimes in those groups because it's running full cycles, and then latching on and starting a new cycle onto a new host, right? And a whole full cycles going of, from that host before it latches on and finds an, another host. So the virus can go on for years. Meanwhile, it went on for five months in the herd, right? And it's gone. It's, it's been a memory. Now here, two years later, people are still in this isolationist group getting hit with this virus. Well, the longer a virus stays around, the more opportunity it has to evolve, right? And once a virus mutates, you have a whole new problem, right? Mm-hmm. You have a whole new problem. As soon as a virus mutates, a whole new problem, Right now, the main thing you don't want to see is when they have those little hairs coming off of their individual body shapes, whatever the shape is. When it's got the little hairs coming off of it, that virus has now evolved. It has mutated, become airborne. Right? That's what those little hairs are. The hairs, for however, whatever reason, allow us to be airborne. Mm-hmm. So, but that's not how the virus came into the world. The virus came into the world being transmitted through, let's say, saliva. Right? right. So. Oh, don't worry about it. If you don't, if you don't kiss a person, you're not going to get sick. Yeah, but what happens when it's been around for so long? Because 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 the groupings are making the virus, um, the groupings make the virus more lethal in a way. When you get to these isolation groups, these people who are always wearing a mask, they're constantly, constantly, uh, they're sterile in every way. They're cut off from people. At some point, you're it's coming, lady or man, whoever you are, it's coming, right? And so guess what happens when it hits? Well, you freaking, maybe you breathed it in at that point because the guy down the street finally got sick and is just getting over it. Well, guess what? It mutated with that guy because that guy's almost two years removed from when the virus hit your community, right? Mm. So for the herd mentality, for the herd grouping, which we're in, it'll be relatively quick. It'll pass right through. It's just what people will get sick, and then it'll be gone. All your immune people, all your people who recovered, and the few people who have ailments who will die from. Well, I don't want to get sick. Like I told Nina, the mask that she has, right, like the best ones, those R95 or N95, N95 on the front of the mask, the ones the surgeons use. Mm -hmm. What I want to do is just give them to the freaking hospital. 
right? They're the ones who need them, not us. Mm-hmm. So uh, anyway, so Nina and I are not. She's, you know, we're not wearing the mask. The coronavirus is coming. So are we immune? Are we going to get sick and then be immune? We'll see. But I have a plan. That, that is the plan. So, yeah. She was like, oh, I don't I don't know. What do you think? Should I, should I not go to this thing in Columbus? And I'm like, why? It's part of your job. It enhances your job. It's yeah. a huge thing in your job. I mean... It canceled the Arnold Classic. Yeah, like, if they don't cancel it, you need to go. You know, just like with all these little kids. People are like, oh, aren't you afraid of being around little kids in the, in the building? I'm not afraid. I just am expecting. You know what I mean? How about everybody just wash their hands and everybody, like, clean gonna, themselves? Yeah, it's great, but that's not going to... Uh, well, no, that's, that's, but that leads to the other thing. is Everybody's running out here buying toilet paper and soap and sanitizer. Like, that's going to stop. It's going to, you know what I mean? Like, oh, my God, i got to hoard all this stuff. So I have... I need, why do you need toilet paper? It's funny how people's minds do. Right? It's, it, it is it's funny. It's not... Like you, and, and you can say to yourself, oh, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to barricade myself in the house, and I need to make sure I have toilet paper. Okay, but don't you think you need food? Like, how come we're not, how come the aisles aren't running out of food? It's so funny, man. It's so funny. Just well, like, because for a while, people like me, if you go down in our fridge downstairs, there's a lot of food in the fridge and the freezer. You know, it's just it. There's a lot of fucking food down there. There shouldn't be that much food. There just yeah, shouldn't well. be. Once this coronavirus runs its course, if, the, if, we, if you don't have to hunker down for a few weeks because they've, you know, martial law, um, then we're gonna we're not gonna have to go to the store for a month. Well, yeah, but we, you should see my basement. Man. Yeah. There's a lot of fucking food and liquid down there, and all kinds of you know, uh, non-perishables. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, we'll be all right. We, my my wife's even got emergency Pringles. <laughs> that I can. Get. Because you're not going to be able to go to the store and get Pringles, maybe. That I, that I can get behind. Right. That's what they, they said. They said that there could be a 30-day uh, martial law. Yeah. So, and, and whenever whenever martial law is enacted, you can't go outside. You know what I mean? If, if, they, if so they see you outside, they shoot you and sort it out later. That's why martial law is martial law. Man, that would be the worst, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, they'll just light you up and then freaking be like, I don't know, I don't know. He he knows martial law is declared. No be out there. No, I mean being stuck at home. That would be really weird. Right? That would be really weird. Like you can't go outside. Like, you could probably like open your window or open your door and stand in the doorway. Right, but you you can't. The, the public can't be. You can't be out on the streets. No. Right. You can't be on the street. Like, driving, Right. they would just, if you didn't shut it down immediately, like I said, they'd light you up and then deal with uh, the cleanup and that. that. That's, that's, that's what they do. Because with martial law, they, literally, the military can't do anything wrong. Like, it has to be heinous. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, they came into this guy's house and just killed everybody. Right. That that would not be fall under what they could do, <laughs> but... That's yeah. not a good thing. If you were to drive a car out and you didn't pull over and they just lit you up and freaking scraped your body up later, nobody would say, be able to say it worked. Right. 
Once martial law is freaking... Like, I'm trying to do a DoorDash, bro. <laughs> I'm trying to DoorDash over here. I'm trying to make some money during martial law. The DoorDash is, the DoorDash is like freaking dark red. Yeah. Like dark red. Very, 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 very busy. Like, like, wow. Literally, there's nowhere you can scroll that's not dark red. I've never seen it say three varies. Yeah. But anyway, so anyways, before we got, before we got on to that. So they've canceled the Amazing Race. Done. So I don't even know if they'll show it on TV. It should be interesting. Did you hear about Did you ever watch The Kids in the Hall? Mm-hmm. Remember that? They were funny, huh? Yeah. It was different. It was always, it was weird. But that's a Canadian. Right? Well, they're coming back. Yeah, that's right. Try to hide that shocked, surprised look on your face. Uh, they're doing an eight-episode revival season for Amazon Prime. Hmm. Right? For those of you who don't know, Kids in the Hall is a Canadian sketch comedy troupe formed in 1984, consisting of comedians Dave Foley, Kevin McDonald, Brian McCullough, Mark McKinney, and Scott Thompson. Their word-that-I-don't-know-how-to-say television show ran... Eponymous, E-P-O-N-Y, M-O-U-S, Eponymous, okay. I don't know, I don't know how to say it. You got me, man, wow. I don't know how to say words. It ran from 89 to 95 on CBC in Canada, and CBS, HBO, and Comedy Central in the United States. The theme song for the show is the instrumental having an average weekend by the Canadian band Shadowy Men on a Shadowy Planet. Like a weird guitar kind of. <sighs> they made a film in 1996, Brain Candy. Uh, they've done different tours and comedy festivals in 2000. Reunited for an eight-part miniseries, Death Comes to Town, in January of 2010. And their name came from Sid Caesar, who, if a joke did not go over well or played worse than expected, would attribute it to. The Kids in the Hall, referring to a group of young writers hanging around the studio. Hmm. See that? So they took their name from that. 2008, it was announced the entire group would receive a star on Canada's Walk of Fame. So yeah, so it was a, it was it was funny stuff. The Chicken Lady, and then uh, there was like uh, Evil, Evil, right? Yes, Master, and. Uh, Crushing, 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 crushing your crushing head, your head. crushing your head. I mean, it's just you know they had different. They definitely had different kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they all didn't go on to such great successes as other ones. Dave Foley, that dude got fucked. Seriously. Uh, although you would say to yourself, really? How did he get screwed? He was on the because uh, he was. What was that show he did? He was on news radio, right? Well, responsible for the eponymous, there's that word again, sketch show, and the feature-length film Brain Candy. Uh, he, um, he made it big, right? And uh, he got divorced. He got, he got married in 91. They divorced in 97. The couple has two children. Foley stated as a result of having 
been judicially mandated to pay Southie $17,000 per month or literally 400% of his income and child support. He believes that if he returns to Canada, he will be arrested because according to Canadian law, however it worked out, when they got divorced, he was making so much money. So they set the amount and they don't change it. So then he lost all his jobs. News radio shut down. He hasn't been working. He's still paying $17,000 a month, but he's not making $17,000 a month. Well, the Canadians, um, come on, guys. I mean, there's a reason that we joke about it like we do. Right? Right? There's a reason we do. He remarried his, or he married his second wife in 2002, and that ended in divorce in 2008. So in Canada, basically getting married means... They subsequently re- reconciled and were married, remarried in 2016. Foley has suffered from depression his entire life. He used to drink quite a bit, but stopped consuming alcohol in 2014 after an incident wherein he took a hard fall backwards while intoxicated, resulting in a severe head injury. Subdural hematoma, intensive care. My brain gave me a black eye from the inside of my head. He hadn't had a drink in four years and said, okay. So, so yeah. So, I mean, this guy needs the money, right? So, hopefully, they're paying this. I mean, it kind of looks like Kevin Baird now. Hold on. Hold on a second. Oh, that's who that is. Yeah, the guy from News Radio, Dave Foley, the little guy. Remember him? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he got screwed. Thanks to fucking ex-wives. Uh. Yeah, Mark McKinney went on to do Saturday Night Live. Kevin McDonald didn't really do nothing. Bruce McCullough didn't really do nothing. Some things here or there. Scott Thompson. But whatever. So if you like the kids in the hall. You're a big fan of them from back in the day. They're coming back and doing an eight series, uh, eight episode season, revival mm-hmm. season on Amazon Prime. Is Foley doing it? Oh, yeah, all five of them. They got oh, all, good. They got well, all, they got, he now makes a month. That's what I'm saying. It's like good for now him. Now he can give it to his ex-wife. Right? I mean, he probably won't because if he... Well, shit. You, you, how long has it been? He's just avoiding going to Canada. How long has he been doing that? Because that's 17 grand a month. <laughs> right? A lot of money. They take your license for that kind of shit. He's taken my license, and I don't even have to pay that much. That's $204,000 every year he's missed. Mm-hmm. So let's say he's been gone for 10 years. Well, the kid's got to be 18 by now. Oh, was it child support? Yeah. Okay, well, let's say that it was 11 years. I mean, are you kidding me? He owes $2.2 what million? Dollars? Right. And she's probably living all right. Well, shit, he's paying her 17000 a month for however long. Kids don't need that, damn. Dumb bitch. Dumb bitch. Well, those kids should freaking be going to college, that's for sure. Right? Oh, well, we live in Canada, eh? So uh, college is paid for something. So we don't have the Soldiers Republic of Canada. Is that another Super Bowl? Yeah, I won the Super Bowl. That's the MVP. Again. Every time we play this, you're winning. It's a Super Bowl. It's always the Super Bowl. Look, the MVP gets to be up there Aww. with everybody, and it's not even from the team that won. No? No, he's freaking Tampa Bay on Cleveland. What a jerk. And now, and look, yeah, the Tampa Bay coaches are up there. Why are they holding that trophy? And, the Tampa, and that, that is 
not the, that is not the new Cleveland owner. That is the Tampa Bay owner. I have no idea what you're talking about. Is that crazy? Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay. Is it, no, I am the Super Bowl champion. I am the Cleveland fucking Browns. I won. It says right there. What? 41 to 34. Yeah. Look, who won the game? I don't know. Oh. The away well, team? Well, that doesn't, that doesn't even hardly show you that. Right? Does it say Cleveland or Tampa Bay? That's what I said. That's why I said I don't know. But then the one below it kind of says an away and a home, but who's the away team and who's the home team? I don't know. I don't know who it is. I get that. The next screen shows you quite clearly that I am the victor. There's nothing there. There's nothing. Oh, that's because oh. they they're making me retire. Oh, never. They're making me retire. Oh, never. Oh, never saw it. I didn't it. realize I was going to retire. Aww. Oh. You're retiring. That's sad. And now, see, because right here is the score of the game. No. And then it says advance, but there's nowhere to advance to because I retired. It's not, uh, it's not there. Shh. Years 2043. 30 years. What a jerk. And there you go. Ten minutes left in the show and he just walked away. Because he won the Super Bowl and he was... I guess he's good. Right? So, yeah. Super Bowl, he had to do with the Baba Boom. Uh, I was going to talk about people don't know this people may not know this but Jay and Silent Bob reboot right this movie that came out I got it for my birthday from my girlfriend because that's what I asked for uh, Jay and Silent Bob the reboot movie here this movie came out and it didn't do you know miraculous numbers, right? Or, like, money-wise, it wasn't making, you know, millions upon millions of dollars. But it has broken some records. And it actually did something that Avengers Endgame didn't even do. And that's uh, because when Kevin Smith released this movie, he only put it out whatever, a couple of theaters, He's, you know, there's there a few here and a few there, whatever. And because of the massive turnout at each one, the movie set a record for amount of money made per screening. So, basically, and I know it's, it's not a, it's not a, this is not a true statement, but a, they're saying, hey, they made $70,000 per screen every showing or whatever, right? Uh, and then you just multiply that by, you know, thousands of theaters. Oh, yeah, you're making sevens and hundreds of millions of dollars or whatever, right? I don't think it would have been like that because I don't think it would have picked up around the world as much. Uh, and it's kind of like a smart play because 
you limit your amount of screens and you bring you bring the people who want to see it to the theater, right? As opposed to putting it everywhere and saying like, okay, let's see who will come see this, right? Does that make sense? I think it makes sense. But it broke a record that was more money than Avengers was getting per, you know, per, per average per screen or I don't know. I can't remember what the number was, but it was a lot. It was a lot. Uh, like what is like per theater average gross? See, like a movie like let's pick something that's already been out. Fantasy Island, right? Right now, it's not. I mean, it's not like it's doing any good. It's fucking horrible. But it makes six hundred thirty-nine dollars average per theater gross, right? Well, James Island Bob was doing like thousands, <laughs> thousands. Because even the number one movie this week only did nine thousand, and it had a nine thousand dollar average per theater. So, yeah. So even though it's not a movie anybody likes, it's not a movie anybody wants to go see or is going to see, uh, it's a movie that, because of the way it was released and the way and how he did it with the limited theaters, and he's still out there. He's still he's still taking the movie to different cities and showing it to people and uh, making money for it. You know, so. Maybe he's charging a little extra per ticket, and that's why, because they're making more money off it. But who knows? Now, this little-known fact will never be known by Clint because he just walked back in, so we're not going to tell him. Was it wrestling? Nope. It was about movies. It was about about a record Avengers Endgame could not complete, and Jay and Silent Bob reboot blew everybody out of the water. And that is uh, money per average money per screen. Oh yeah. Yeah. How much? From what I heard, it was like seventy thousand. Whereas normal movies are getting like nine thousand, eight thousand, something like that. Mm-hmm. But that's because he was doing the special events and had it only in certain. Absolutely. Right. So more people were coming. You know what I mean? More Absolutely. people would come to it. And that's he. He, he did better numbers than Avengers Endgame. He did better numbers than pretty much. Well, I mean, he did better numbers. They did better numbers than everybody. Yeah. What was their total though so far? Are but that's the, but that's the thing. But well, no, because they're still going around the country. And that's that's what I was. That's what the beginning of the what I was telling her was uh, that it's not a movie that's making millions of dollars because he's not. He's not making you know twenty, thirty, forty million dollars. He's only made what, two, three, four million, something like that, you know? I mean, he didn't put much money into it. He made it all himself. For the most part, he had investors and stuff, but it's not a movie that's number one in the box office because it doesn't have the huge numbers, but because of the way he released it in small little pockets, making everybody have to come to it as opposed to trying to spread it out and make it come, you know? Well, it saves a lot of money. Right. Because everybody else is doing the legwork. Right. And then he does special things where he goes and he screens it, and then he does Q's and A's after, Q and A's after it. So I think maybe that like adds a little price to the ticket, thus making you more money. But there you go. He's got a record. He beat Avengers Endgame. He can say that he's 
he did better than Avengers Endgame and first screen average. Now, Iron Man and Thanos showed up at every uh, screening. Then nobody would show. What are you talking about? No, no, no. Avengers. Let's say Infinity War. Like Thanos and Irving. So Josh Brolin and Rob Zane Jr. show up. Right. Don't they make 170000 per screen? I don't know. Would they? If you combine the two? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, if, if they did what he did. Oh, well, yeah, they would probably. They would have probably. Oh, it would have been. It would have been, been, been more. I mean, depending, depending on the ticket price, of course. Yeah. Because it, it's a cheaper ticket, so you can only show, you can only sell so many seats it's per much theater. Bigger, much bigger actor. Right. Well, whatever. I didn't hear you. I was, I was just sitting here. 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 But then you got me sucked into it. And it was at the clock, and I was like. You mean 11.15? No? No. Because when I got here. Yeah. Oh, okay. I can't. I, 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 Mm-hmm. All right, so top ten movies of the weekend for this past weekend, March sixth through the eighth. <clears throat> the number ten movie this past week was number four the week last week. I guess that would be the last week. Uh, My Hero Academia, Heroes Rising, whatever, one point seven million dollars in its second week, a total gross of. Twelve point nine million dollars. Wow, it made like eleven its first week. And then almost. and then <laughs> Wow. Everybody was like, Yeah, it's not my hero. <laughs> number nine movie this week was number seven last week in Practical Jokers, the movie. One point eight million dollars in its third week. A total gross of nine point six million dollars. So my hero academia made more, but I'm pretty sure in Practical Jokers was cheaper to make. So uh, number eight this week was number six last week, Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, $2.1 million in its fifth week, a total gross of $82.5 million. Number seven this week was number five last week, Bad Boys for Life, $3 million in its eighth week, a total gross of $202 million. That's for life. Mm. Number six this week was number 13 last week, Emma. Is that one of them fucking horror movies? No. Okay, it looks like a dumb movie. I don't even know. I don't, you know. I mean, I don't know if it's dumb or not. Emma, $4.8 million in its third week. A total gross of $6.7 million. Of course, they just added. It was only in 100 theaters, I guess, before this past weekend. So, yeah. Number five this week is number three last week, The Call of the Wild. $6.7 million in its third week. 
A total gross of $57.2 million. Harrison Ford. And a dog. Or is it a wolf? Is it a wolf? Dog. It's a dog. Harrison Ford and a dog. In the in the mountains? The woods? In the wild. In the wild. Call of the wild. Number four this week was number two last week. Sonic the Hedgehog. $7.7 million in its fourth week. Wow. A total gross of $140.5 million. $140.5 million. Jim Carrey's like, really? Right. My mom just bought a new car last week. I told you about that, I think, last week. Yeah? That's the kind of car that's a Sonic, Chevy Sonic. Mm. It's got a backup camera and everything. It's like freaking me out. Makes me dizzy. Number three this week was brand new. Oh, this is the one with Ben Affleck. This summer, Jack Cunningham was a high school basketball phenom who walked away from the game, forfeiting his future. Years later, when he reluctantly accepts a coaching job at his alma mater, he may get one last shot at redemption. Unbelievable. Ben Affleck. I used to be Batman. Ben Affleck. I was also Daredevil. The way back, $8.1 million in its first weekend. I mean, it's good enough to get it third place, but whatever. You got beat out by the number two movie, which was the number one movie, The Invisible Man. $18.1 million in its second week for a total gross of $52.6 million. The number one movie this weekend. You know what it was? Mm -hmm. It was the number one movie of the weekend. That's what it was. Gee, i got to explain everything to you. See that? See what I did? It's always good to make people feel like they're wrong. Just kidding. Number one movie this weekend was brand new. Onward. It's a cartoon movie. $39.1 million in its first weekend. How do you like them apples? Jack. Why so serious? Ridiculous. Uh, so, yeah, so there you go. That's your number one movie of the weekend. That's everybody's favorite part of the show. It's not really. I don't even know why I do it. I only do it because it's like a segment. And I can say, hey, I do a segment. It's a dumb one. But I do it. Right? All right. I think that's all I got for this week, and I actually hit most of my talking points, and I remembered the stuff I told myself I was going to remember. Can you believe that? I didn't even write it down. Oh, except for... Just kidding. <laughs> see, see what I did there? I made you think there was something else, but there was nothing else. That's all I got. No, that's it. That's all I got. Are you sure? That's all I got. We were talking about something. We were talking about watching something. There was something that was... TV. Shannon was saying something about watching something. She goes, that would be boring to watch. I go, just as boring as watching Oak Island because she always says that's the most boring show on the earth, right? <laughs> and I said, is that more boring than Oak Island? She's like, nothing's more boring than Oak Island. And I looked up and I go, hey, they found a tunnel in the ground last week. Found a hole in the ground. So that's exciting. Is that exciting? 
exciting. We are excited about that. I'm excited about it. Oh, Clint's excited about it, which means we have to end the show and, 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 and hurry along and watch because you got to know what's going on on Oak Island. Right? Mm-hmm. It's probably, yeah, whatever. doesn't matter. All right, so uh, you got anything else? Caesar? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sitting over there feeding himself grapes. He's got a little stick with a string, and so, like, he puts the grape on the string and then, like, acts like he's laying back and holds it over his head. We didn't even talk about The Walking Dead. I said I was going to talk about The Walking Dead, didn't I? I mean... Hey, look. Seriously. That's the defenses you come up with? The fucking wire? And how come... I said... Oh, he said... There's there's freaking 10,000 zombies coming, and you use all that electricity and all that energy to kill 100 of them. Mm. Let's say they got 500 of them. The fuck cares? That's not even, and that's not even close. Because no, it's not even close. Because after one of them went through, and then it started to overload... And it only took that second wave to knock it down. And why? Yeah, why aren't they using fire as a defensive mechanism? How come? How come all that brush they came up against? Yeah. How come that wasn't already soaked? Right. With shit that they put in there and then lit. Right. Doesn't make any sense, does it? And then run back. Get in behind your walls. Yeah. They didn't even need to come out. Right. Just let them all back up right there, and then freaking... That's what I thought it was. I was like, oh, look. They didn't make a fire break. They they made a little fire alley. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I, I was like. How smart. Right. But then that's not what they... And then the electricity thing, I was like, that's going to burn the the, the, the the accelerant that's going to light the, the wall of stuff on fire? Yeah. But then it didn't. It steady. The, and, and some of the zombies that got spried by the wire didn't even die. They were just right. crawling. Right. Stupid. Right. That's what happens when Rick's not around to uh, come up with a plan. It's all it's just... It was <laughs> it's all frustrating for him. Leave him be. And then I saw the scene for next week's episode. No, I can't remember what it was. I don't know. Can't remember. Whatever. You got anything else? I do not. Neither do I. Say hi to Mole. Hi, Mole. He's out there. He showed up about 20 minutes ago. What up, Mole? Probably already asleep. Uh, All right. Well, that's it. So don't forget to Come back next week. Maybe I'll have another show where I talk the whole time about different stuff. Huh? That was weird. Different. Little. Yellow. Different. Uh, don't forget to write into tumbleweed at hotmail.com. Mole says later. Yeah, later, Mole. Whatever, man. Uh, write into tumbleweed at tumbleweedhotmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at tumbleweed. And other than that, uh, I think we're good to go. All right. Peace.
is the weirdest thing you have ever said. You ever get tired of being wrong? I do. I really do. I'm going to scissor kick you in the back of the head. I find your lack of faith disturbing. Oh, good for you. Get out. Everybody out. Go play in the parking lot. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.